If you've been to my channel before, you know that I'm a long-term investor. That is to say, I look for things that are going to change the way I live. One of the most predominant things that could change the way I live is if we colonized Mars. Is that a possibility? Well, Elon Musk believes it's a possibility, and he's building a company around just that. He calls it SpaceX, but it's a private company. That means that you have to be a multimillionaire or you have to know Elon to buy into it. And Elon has been raising a lot of money. Uh, it is what is commonly referred to as a unicorn. A unicorn is a private company that has a valuation of over $1 billion. Uh, SpaceX is valued roughly at $125 billion. So it's, I think it's referred to as a censure corn. Um, so it has gathered a lot of interest, and it's, inter it's been able, because of private investment, to avoid going public. That is to say, there are enough people with enough money that are willing to invest in SpaceX without having it subjected to the rigmarole of a publicly traded company. So, You'd think of it as it's it's a investment opportunity that is really only available to the very wealthy up until now, and that is that now you and I can buy shares in uh, SpaceX by buying the shares. I guess the easiest way to say it is that the, the when when employees when suppliers get paid in shares and hard times come they need to raise capital they 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 would rather have money than shares in SpaceX so they sell them who buys them well they're on a secondary market and one of the people who buy them is the company I've come in contact called Disruptor they buy them and then make them available to me if I fit certain investment criteria. How do they make their money? They will charge me a 5% uh, commission to buy it, and then they will share in the profits from what I bought it for and what I sold it for. Any increase, they'll, they'll take 10% of that increase. So that's how they're in it, and that's up front, and that's okay. I did a video on uh, Master Arts recently, and that's basically the same way they work. So this is an accepted way for you and I to get into this um, uh, private market, the, a secondary market, and buy pre-IPO. Again, what it comes down to me is uh, I'm probably not going to live to see, as I said, the, the colonization of Mars, but I understand it. I, I've, I've researched it. I have some knowledge. I'm going to show you a video uh, about it. It's about an eight-minute video that I watched. I've, I've edited it. It's a longer video, and I'll put a link in the description so that you can watch the whole video, and you can get the whole history of mankind's interest in space and where we are today. And I think the cutting edge of this is SpaceX. So if I want to participate in it, I can, and this is how I can do it.
Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. On July 24, 1969, man found himself on the moon. At the time, it seemed that this was only the beginning, just the first step to new planets. But after five more missions to the moon, moon fever was over. We found no life on our natural satellite, and the missions were unreasonably expensive. Dreams of Mars exploration stalled, and mankind seemed to give up on space for the time being. The year is 2021. This decade promises to be an exciting one for space exploration. Reusable rockets, satellite internet, suborbital flights, and space slow tourism are all coming. Why? We see new technologies and startups enter the market offering easier access to space. The increase in competition among companies may culminate in a spectacular spaceship race. In 2004, XPRIZE, a foundation that encourages radical breakthroughs for the benefit of humanity, announced the results of their first competition, and the first prize was the Ansari X Prize for suborbital spaceflight. The $10 million check went to scaled composites for private spaceflight beyond the Earth's atmosphere. The company demonstrated Spaceship One, a reusable suborbital manned spacecraft, and White Knight, a jet carrier aircraft. Spaceship One made two suborbital flights, reaching 100 kilometers in altitude in less than a week. Spaceship One's technology was bought by Richard Branson, founder of Virgin Galactic. Take a look at what reaching the edge of space looks like now. Here's what Virgin Galactic's website looks like where you can book a space flight for yourself. Flying to the edge of space will cost you $250,000. Fewer than 600 people in the world have gone to space. Only 24 people have been on the moon. Seven tourists have visited the International Space Station, and every passenger paid from 20 to $35 million for a ticket. By 2030, the space market, including nanosatellites and space tourism, can potentially reach close to $1 trillion. Several companies and startups are working to make space accessible. Blue Origin, an aerospace manufacturer, was founded by Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos. It closely competes with Virgin Galactic in the suborbital tourism market. Blue Origin also developed an engine that will replace the Russian-made RD-180 engine. The company is also working on its new Glenn rocket, which will become a direct competitor for the Falcon rockets from SpaceX. A New Zealand company named Rocket Lab is developing an ultralight launch vehicle. Astra uses the smallest existing rockets in the world to deliver light cargo to space. Moon Express is a robotic spacecraft for low-cost missions beyond the Earth, including the Moon, asteroids, and Mars. SpaceX is the most exciting thing happening right now in space exploration. The company's goal is to offer the cheapest space transport to put humans on Mars. Elon Musk is the man who came up with this idea. A provocateur, adventurer, workaholic, you name it. But one thing is for sure, every one of Musk's projects is a leap in what humanity can accomplish. By age 12, Musk learned computer programming and sold the code of a video game he created for $500. In the early 2000s, Musk sold his share in PayPal and decided to see if it was possible to live on Mars. The idea was to build a greenhouse first. If the plants survived in Martian conditions, it would be the first step toward the colonization of Mars by humans. Now, he only had to deliver the greenhouse to Mars. 
NASA's launches cost $100 million, way too much. So Musk decided to travel to Russia to buy intercontinental ballistic missiles, hoping for a good deal. A Russian company offered him a rocket for $8 million, a price way above the market. Musk rejected the offer and instead decided to start a company that could build affordable rockets. He hired engineers and rented out a warehouse in a suburb of Los Angeles, creating the company SpaceX in 2002, formerly known as Space Exploration Technologies. After three failed launches in 2008, SpaceX succeeded in launching its reusable rocket, Falcon 1, delivering its cargo to orbit. SpaceX signed its first contract with NASA to deliver cargo to the ISS and began working on a Falcon 9 reusable rocket. Since 2012, SpaceX has been regularly delivering cargo to space under government contracts and on a commercial basis, which involves pretty much anything satellites, ashes, and even bolides for races through space to the moon. In 2015, after a dozen failed attempts, SpaceX successfully landed the first stage of a Falcon 9. That year, SpaceX began the development of its broadband satellite internet network Starlink. And in 2019, the world could view SpaceX's first Starlink satellites in orbit. And this year, SpaceX crew Dragon, a reusable spacecraft, successfully took astronauts to the ISS and back to Earth. SpaceX reduced the cost of sending a man to space for NASA from $86 million to $55 million. According to Musk, SpaceX's successes are the steps toward the main goal, colonizing Mars. It's a funny thing. A man stopped dreaming about Martians but came up with something more interesting. We will become a Mars civilization. Now SpaceX is working on the Starship system for multi-planetary travel. Starship is a two-stage-to-orbit launch vehicle. This first stage, which is a booster stage, will deliver useful cargo. And the second stage, also called Starship, is designed to be a passenger-carrying spacecraft. Starship's launch got repeatedly pushed back, but it seems that in the next six years, people will still fly to Mars. And then, colonization. In the 2010s, an organization known as Mars One planned to make a reality show on Mars, but went bankrupt several years later. A question, how will people live on Mars? One way to solve this problem is terraforming. Terraforming could allow people to live on Mars without spacesuits and domes, but this would require a much thicker atmosphere and liquid water. Elon Musk offered to terraform Mars by detonating nuclear bombs at the poles. This will vaporize its ice caps, releasing a colossal amount of water vapor and CO2 into the Martian atmosphere. Due to the greenhouse effect from the explosions, the planet will heat up. This would lead to a world that has a temperature similar to Earth with a thick atmosphere and liquid water. The next step will be to create a source of oxygen. One way to do it is to use cyanobacteria on Mars, which were responsible for the Earth's breathable atmosphere. Then it would be possible to form soil, plant seeds, and send animals over. And one more question, where will we live? There are options. Meet Marsha, a Mars shelter project, a winner of the NASA competition. Homes, which look like huge beehives, can be printed on a 3D printer from local materials, right on Mars. Such homes will absorb dust storms, radiation, and temperature fluctuations. Inside, they are fashionable, modern, and spacious enough for colonists to work and rest. All in all, we're in store for something really exciting. Percival Lowell made the world believe in life on Mars, long before Elon Musk decided to establish it there. And Galileo was right. 
long before the Vatican admitted its error in 1992 and rehabilitated him. Space exploration that often looks like a race between countries and companies, from the very beginning has been a journey toward our common dream. As long as interplanetary travel ignites our enthusiasm, we will move towards space. You can join this space race in Disraptor. Okay, so how do I invest in SpaceX? Well, I found this company called Disraptor. I found their app. This is their app. And inside the app, they display the companies that I can invest in. And as you can see, there is quite an array of them. And I come to SpaceX. And it says here, I can buy SpaceX between now and November the 12th for $69 a share, and I need to invest a minimum of $1,000. That's how I can buy SpaceX. The question is, do I want to? And that's kind of the subject of this video. It's a long-term investment. I'm a long-term investor. I'll never live to see probably the, in the colonization of Mars, maybe not even the IPO of SpaceX. But is it something that I believe that I could make a difference in my children's, my grandchildren's lives? That's the question for me. And that hopefully causes a question for you. That's what I want this channel to be. I want to do some research. I want to be exposed to some people. And then I want to share my information with you. I believe that it takes tools to be, succeed in any profession. I choose right now two professions. One is YouTube, and I'm exploring more tools to make me more successful in that. And the other, and my biggest profession, is that of a stock investor. And with that, I want to share my information. I believe I need tools. One of those tools is Disruptor. I want you to go in into the description and look at the full video that Disruptor has put out. And then in that video, you're going to find a, uh, a, a direction towards their uh, app. Look at their app and make a decision. Is this something you want to add to your portfolio? Is this a dimension that you think could get you out of the everyday craziness of the stock market and maybe give you an opportunity that up until now only the very, very wealthy have? I don't know. I don't know if it's right for you. I'd like to discuss it with you further, and we can do that on our Discord. In order for you to get that, you'll also find a link in the description to the Discord. And this is where we gather together. Later today at 3 o'clock in the this afternoon, when the market closes, I will have a Zoom call with the members of our Discord. I will share my learnings for the past week. They'll share their learnings for the past week, and we'll have an open discussion. I believe one of the tools you need in your toolbox to be successful as an investor is a community. Whether you form it at Starbucks, at your church, at your synagogue, at your temple, I don't care. But you need a community so that you can, I guess, deal with 
what you're dealing with right now in a bear market and and exchange ideas and gain strength because it's going to take a lot of strength to get through what we're going to go through over the next couple months. All right, that's my vision into the future. That's my opportunity to participate in Elon's big adventure, uh, the colonization of Mars, if I choose to. If this is the kind of video you'd like to see more of, the easiest way for you to make that happen is to subscribe and to hit the bell. I put out a video every morning at 7 a.m., but still, support the channel, support uh, Best of Us Investors, and come join our community, what I call the tribe. Thank you.